Welcome back to the Risk Eleven Podcast. This is season three, episode fifteen. And yeah, let's just talk about it and get into it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. So I'm thinking for this podcast we can dive into why you want why what made you want to start creating content? What made you what made you pick up the camera and like when and talk about what your experiences on bike have been? Oh. So let's start off with so what what made you want to create create content, create short form videos or create any video in general? Because it's I believe like you've got to be a certain type of person to be willing to put yourself out there like that. Yeah, I guess it does call for a certain sort of personality type, but it's just fun in general for me and I just get excited when I see other people enjoy what I say or get to laugh at what I do. Yeah, it does get to you after a certain point. Like, you think, like, you kind of start to think, start and think to yourself, like, damn, like, at least some people find me funny or, like, are entertained <laughs> by me. But, yeah. So, were you previously on Byte before on the on the beta version, or did you join, like, on as soon as it went public, like, to everybody on the 25th? What? Well, I don't know the exact timing of it, but I believe it was when it went public or somewhere during that time because there wasn't many people on it, but I saw people making a big deal about it while on the app. So I believe maybe then. So you're, so what I'm getting, you were around about the same time as me, basically, because I started on the 25th of January 2020. Oh, so you were, like, right on the time? I think a day before, yeah. I just know, like, I heard rumours about it. I was trying to get into the beta a couple of months before it launched, and I thought, like, you know what? I heard, I, I I think it was midnight or something like that, at 1pm at night or, so, or midnight. I think it was sometime then. I realised Byte was, was available, so I downloaded the app, posted a bunch of videos to see what it was about, and, yeah, it was... I think it was like like started all from there wow it wasn't my first video it wasn't my first platform though oh but yeah so were so is bite your first platform you ever create content on or were you on tiktok or youtube or well Vine? a long while back i was on youtube for a while and then i kind of quit that for a while and i went to tiktok and then no one really liked me on TikTok, so then I was <laughs> searching for alternatives, and I stumbled across this. Hmm. I, there's a lot of people that don't like TikTok for some weird reason. I don't get why they don't like it. It's like an interesting app. Like it's got like all different demographics on it. But hmm. yeah. Uh, well, so. Like, what do you remember? Like, what your first video was on Byte, hmm. or has it been that long that you can't remember what you posted? I I do not remember at all. <laughs> I do remember they were just recreations of old um, TikToks I used to do or Musicallys because they were just. I just thought, why not see how they react to it? And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ironically, I put a bunch of my TikToks 
on that account. I think I uploaded on the first day was about 70, 70 videos on it just to see what the reaction was. And it was okay, I guess. Like, there's a lot of creators that no longer upload to that app. Mm. Like, Kevin Saxby, he no longer uploads. Romy, like, I noticed he was on it while a bunch of other creators. But then again, you do see, you see new creators. I've been seeing a bunch of new creators lately. It's Kira, I can't remember what her name is, but Kira Edwards or something like that. Like, Oh, right, I think I've seen her before. Yeah, yep. I noticed that she got featured on Spot on the Spotlight or something like that. Like it was curious. Like I seen her videos. I thought like, like I can see why she got featured in that. Like mm-hmm. her videos are are funny. She's got an in- interesting sense of humor. And yeah. So, is there any questions you want to ask me or? Well, my first thing was be what sort of content do you think would you describe your content as uh, a mix of all sorts on tick on on bite i would say i do a bunch i would say i'm mainly dancing videos now at the start you if you watched me at the start you on bite you'd probably say i was a one of these guys that did like freaking learning videos talk to videos my life i would say i did like a bunch of varied of stuff but over the coming months, I pretty much transitioned to dance because I saw that there was more growth there, or I saw like there was more room for me to grow there because I realised that I didn't want to do the funny like everybody else because I knew that it was too saturated. I saw like too many creators are doing this. If I do this, it's not going to get. I'm not going to really grow. So you're... But if I do dance or something like that, like where everybody like where it's a new thing, mm-hmm. new people are coming on to it, and. Yeah. So, what's your opinion on Clash and Bite and like when it and the merger that's happening? Oh. Because I think they're going to be doing a merger like what TikTok did with Musically. Yeah, I've heard about that. I honestly don't know. I really hope that it doesn't change what we've got right now because the acting itself is great, I believe. But if it makes any positive changes. I'd be okay with that, but then again, if the community deteriorates or just loses what it is, I don't think that it would be a good change. I I hope there. I hope I really do hope there is live streams. Like I really do want to do live streams on that on this app because I can see that would be an interesting way for me to expand my content. Because lately I've been doing live streams. I've been doing a bunch of them on Instagram, and I probably do them a lot more <laughs> so we're so you just, so what where do you see yourself like content creating do you see yourself still creating videos in the next 10 years 20 years or are you still gonna or are you probably gonna stop hang it up or do something well or are you just doing that as a side thing i guess it's something that i like to do and i'll continue to do it as long as people continue to are happy about it but once i start to not like it anymore i'll move on Mm. but yeah i guess so do you have any plans of what you actually want to do like when you leave school because i have a hunch that you're probably still in school or are you still thinking about that or you still haven't thought about it or 
Or are you still thinking? What right. I want to do greatly, I'll do it. Okay. So, like, what YouTubers did you watch in the past, like, when you were younger? Like, was there any specific, or...? Uh, I, I used to be um, a big fan of Dan TDM, the Diamond Minecart. That was why I don't really like to swear much in my videos, but if it calls for it, I would. But... <laughs> Uh, he's one of the mass. He is a big, massive YouTuber. Like he does, he partly does. He's one of the, I think, the most pay, well paid out of them all. I would say. I oh, think yeah, it's third or fourth. But yeah, uh, do you see? So, is there any different type of sections in Bite that you actually want to do more videos of, or less videos of, or mm. are you just happy with the bites you're doing? At the moment, okay. So, do you have any interest in investing or finance or any of so what like things do you like to do outside of content creation? Can you hear me? there wait hold on can you hear me yeah i was just wondering where you were because it was like like pitch black for a couple of seconds oh really oh well i was just asking um i was really reciprocating your question there what do you do outside of content creation all right and the answer is no i'm i was asking you that i've already answered that I said that I'd just do the engineering side of things. I didn't even hear that. Oh, jeez. Well, I do... Basically, it was working on engineering product projects and just something I want to do if I can create a company. In the future. So, you, so you want to do... So you, so you want to create a company, I'm guessing? Yeah, basically. So what type of company, just out of curiosity? Well, I can't hear you. Oh, it's just somewhere I can like make inventions and stuff and be able to okay. send them out to the world. It's interesting. Me, I like to invest in, invest in companies. I just find it an interesting way to make money. 
ultimately what I find interesting. So I'm guessing you don't really want to work for a company. You want to create your own company. I get, I get that. Mm-hmm. I honestly do. I honestly want to create my own company. I probably will. What? That's one of the reasons why I created Team and Eat or Team Sketch. Oh, yeah. Like uh, this media, this media account. Because I want to try and build a brand around it. Like I decided, like I think I decided, like one night on the cusp of cusp at night, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna create something. I'm gonna create this account, this joint account with a bunch of our people. I'm gonna see where it goes. Like, you might be able to create some interesting videos on it. Or, yeah. So basically, I, I want to do stuff with finance, like, mm-hmm. and I currently am. I'm just waiting, just biding my time, working normal jobs to buy up money so I can invest in companies that I believe that will probably double my money. That's what I'm currently doing right now. Just working working jobs I don't really want to work, just so I can build up some capital and just so I can literally use that capital to build and create something. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm guessing you're smart with money in that. Like, you don't, like... You don't spend it unnecessarily. I'm, I'm not a big spender on stuff, no. That's one thing that we both have in common then. I prefer to literally save every penny of my had. Like, growing up, I, be- I barely spent anything. Wow. What, uh, what was that like? I didn't really need to spend anything. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really buying much anything. I was just like... But, yeah. Like... It's a good skill to... Life flies by in an instant. It's a good skill to learn being smart with money. I would definitely say. I've read a couple... I'm guessing you like to read. Uh, yeah, I guess I'd say that. Have you ever really read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Um, by Robert Kiyosaki. No, can't say I have. What's that about? It's it's a book about pretty much how you how people... The mindset of a, a rich person, the mindset of a poor person... So basically, the rich person is the person that literally saves and invests his money, and the poor person is the person that literally just spends all spends all their money on on useless stuff like on depreciating assets. So the rich person would buy, let's say, he would buy businesses and houses, while the poor person would literally literally buy 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 stuff that would depreciate. So he'd buy an expensive house, mm-hmm. an expensive car, uh, an expensive wedding ring. Pretty much buying stuff that you don't need, yeah, and like luxury, items. not living it. So spending like he's rich when he's actually mm-hmm. poor. So basically, that's the whole thing. I've been recently reading this book about uh, what was the book about? Uh, it was this documentary about Elon Musk and how he founded his, how he founded Zip2, uh, uh, X.com, which became PayPal and then te- SpaceX and Tesla. Right. It's really been entertaining, like. I like to read, like, I've started reading more than that when I get, since, like, since a couple of years ago, I started reading more, like, I just find it more interesting, like, I want to take information in, I learn, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think I would be, say that I'm one of these people that like to learn about things, instead of, like, literally, I never really liked school, I'm guessing that, I'm guessing you don't really like school either, or you never really liked it, or <laughs> you felt, or did you thrive in it, or did you like it, or... well. It's more of the fact that it depends on the teacher, really. I can learn in a certain style, but not in others. 
I believe like certain systems of the school or of the of a school system are a little bit archaic. Like I believe that I I don't like how the fact they don't teach kids about money or it's little to none. Mm-hmm. Like they don't teach people how to file a tax return. They don't teach people how to freaking how to invest their money. They don't. The government, in fact, the government don't want the want want them to teach uh, teach financial education because if they don't, if they knew that, everybody would be a lot richer. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the government really wants that because they want to keep them, keep the people where they're yeah, at. Yeah, that would be a problem with the, with like, the stock market and stuff. If everyone's rich, so it's more of the fact of controlling the masses. Yeah, I, but I'm not so sure how that's going to play out in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when robo taxis or like. AI car, a artificial intelligent car, or full self-driving cars come about because potentially there's a market business for someone to literally say, you know what, I'm going to pay what a normal person is going to say, you know what, I'm going to buy buy a buy an a full self-driving car, a car that can drive itself. I'm going to, and then I'm going to to lease out to a network where they're going to literally make me money, recurring revenue. I think if everybody starts doing that with a car, I think it's going to have a problem with the thingy. Mm-hmm. I think we need to keep the, the populace dumb so they under so we can keep so most people so we can keep the wealth. People generating money. But yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. So anything else you want to know? Uh I don't hmm. I don't really know. Uh, we've covered content and we've also covered the idea of um, actual stuff you can do outside of content and investing and stuff. What else should... Uh, you have a fascination with space? Uh, I... Or are you maybe that fond of it? I looked into it for a little bit. What about cryptocurrency? You looked into that? No. <laughs> um, I have heard uh, about it though. Like, isn't that the stuff with uh, Bitcoin, yeah. Ethereum? <sighs> Massive money to be made with that. I haven't got any crypto. I don't. I don't own crypto currently, but I am considering buying into this company called Coinbase, which just IPO'd a couple of days ago. Which potentially, it, which is a, a coin ledger platform so it's a company that can literally allows you to back people to normal people to buy crypto and it makes it a lot easier because back in the early days in 2012 you had to use a website and it was a lot more complicated to buy crypto nowadays you can simply just buy one buy some crypto at the at, at the press of a button oh got it like in the past you had to freaking download it on hard drives and a bunch of other stuff which just seems like it'd be a hassle but I just think crypto is interesting. I think I think eventually we will all be under like a one unilateral currency. Mm-hmm. So we will be all be on instead of like the pound, the yen, the dollar. It'll only be we'll all be under one currency. Mm-hmm. So we will potentially be we'll all be use we'll all be spending money with crypto. That's the future. That's the future I see, and I think it's a lot. For, I think it's a lot closer than most people believe. I'd say 10, 30, 20 years down the line that we'll all be using crypto to pay pay new payments. 
there won't be cash will be a thing of the past in the next ten years. I can see in the next five years, cash will be no thing. I don't. When I go buy, go to a shop and buy stuff, I don't even use freaking cash. I haven't done that in years. Not years, but I haven't done it in a, in a couple of years or a couple of months. Like, I prefer to literally just use my card. Like, I, I just find it easier. It, it saves you time. It's a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of awesome, to be honest. Yep. Mm. So, if you see any new platforms, are you are you going to be likely to jump on them, or are you just going to stick mm. with Byte? A lot of the times, I'd look to spread my content through different uh through different platforms because before I used to do uh when I did Byte, and then I kind of logged off for a while. I found out that Instagram had released Instagram Reels and I reposted some of the content there and it got some likes. So I was wondering if any other sort of Vine-related sort of company thing? I think there's a this plot, Thriller and Likey, I guess. They'll be the next closest thing, I guess. Thriller and yeah, Likey. those sound cool. Then... Uh, I don't. I'm personally not on them, but I know a bunch of creators. Or well, I talk to a bunch of creators that are on Likey and mm-hmm. Thriller. Uh, I hear it's a decent platform. It's kind of like a TikTok. I was on it. I think at the start, not but not. I don't think it was this year. I think it was last year. And to me, it didn't really seem like a full fledged platform at the time. But I hear that it's a lot better now. Mm-hmm. But that was before, like, they've got, like, Thriller, they've got some big things in the works. Like, they've been, they've they're, they've got deals with boxing, oh, music. Yeah. Like, they're doing, like, live, they're sponsoring live streams and that, like, Thriller. Like, live streams of professional fights. Like, it's just, like, they're, they're more, Thriller is more intertwined with the music industry than TikTok will ever probably be. Likey, I think, is more... I think all apps have their own certain demographic, a certain audience. Like Byte, Byte is kind of the capture, like the old people that used to do Vine, or the people that got left behind when everybody, when all the Viners moved to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you never, you never, you weren't, you weren't. So when did you start creating musically? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, again, back when it was musically, and it, and everyone sort of didn't really like people for having it well back when it was like they don't like people for doing tiktok but i don't like follow the norm like yeah well like people said that i should literally literally when i started creating videos back again in 2018 people said hi you should quit youtube you should never do it you should never do it you should just do it like and i just kept on doing it like i think i was like 30 followers or something like that on youtube and i was able to get up to like 370 Mm -hmm. But to be quite honest with you, I kind of, I've kind of given up on my YouTube account. I realise like I get more views, I get more traction on Byte, TikTok, and then Reels combined. I think in Reel, like when I was doing YouTube solely, I was lucky I got fifty views a week. But on like tick, but on t- but with my with Reels alone, I'm lucky. I, I'm pretty sure I guarantee. I'm pretty much guaranteed a thousand views a day on Reels alone, and then Byte depending on how much videos I upload, I think it's like maybe a thousand as well. Mm-hmm. 
and then TikTok, I think it is near about 800 to 400, 700, 600. It doesn't really matter about the views or any of that stuff. It's just, like, if I'm doing something, I want to at least see some freaking growth out of it. Like, my, my YouTube channel is stagnant. I, I knew it wasn't going to grow. And I don't think, I knew it wasn't going to grow any, anymore. Like, I think it reached its peak, like, in 2019 or wow. something like that. But, yeah, like, I just want to, like, I like creating content, don't get me wrong, but I don't see myself as a creator, I see myself more as someone that's going to build something. I don't know what yet, but I want to create something, like, I don't want to literally just be known as, oh, this guy did, this guy created bites or created videos, or create podcasts, like, I want to be known as something else, but who knows. Do you ever see yourself writing a book? Um, uh, maybe, I guess. I always think of, like, maybe a fantasy thing where it, people could really get into it, like a Harry Potter series where it's a whole different sort of world. But I guess I don't really think that far ahead onto the idea of it. Um, the thing with me is I like to... Well, I don't think far ahead, but I'm very ambitious, I would say. Like, I'm very ambitious with what I want to do. Like, I, I, I said to myself, I want to, I wanted to create like a bunch of, like, videos here. I said to myself, I want to create a podcast, and I did, I did this. I started this in 20, I started this podcast in 2020. I think in, what year, what month was it? I think June or something wow, like that, so or July. Like, uh, I was doing it, I decided I wanted to do a podcast, I said I was going to do it, I've always wanted to do one, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do this, I think it'll be cool, I don't I don't know how well it's going to get, uh, I don't know how big it's going to get, but I want to do it, like, I think it'd be an interesting medium for my content, and it kind of seemed like the next step, because I did, like, I was doing, like, short-form videos, long-form mm-hmm. videos, uh, I was doing six-second videos for at a time, 15 seconds, a minute, like, it was like... I just thought, you know what? Why not tackle a, a larger, a longer format, t- form of video? Because to me, podcasts are pretty much just an, another thing of creation of content. It's just uh, a different demographic, a different age range, and a different audience. Oh, that makes a lot. Uh, can you hold on for one sec? Problem. I'm sorry about that. Something was happening. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh, so, any particular movies you remember growing up with? Uh... Or learning about? Or like... sorry. Did you say any movies? Yeah, any type particular movie that you remember growing up with? Harry Potter, um... Twilight, Transformers, uh... I was future. actually a big fan of. Uh, do you know How to Train Your Dragon? That's yeah, it. Yeah, I was very. Yeah, I think I was still. Yeah, I remember How to Train a Dragon. Okay, movie series. I guess. No, because it had like a whole. Because when I was much younger, my mom bought me the book for it. And then a few years later, they released the movie and then the series, and I kind of got latched into it. And I kind of cool. Wait, that was a book? I thought that was just a movie. I thought that was just a cartoon series. Like, don't they have their own? I didn't know yeah, it was a book, started, to be honest. It, 
it's very different from what the book wrote it out as first and there were a lot of changes but it had a similar premise and it was kind of good i've always been a fan of back to the future star wars like i love star wars like yeah i just love i love star wars i think the technology in that i think the movie the star wars movies in total were a good thing like it's kind of part of my childhood like i watched most of them uh, I went to see two of the, I went to, to see went to the cinema to see two of the Star Wars movies, uh, the new ones. I didn't get to see the ones in yeah, the early two thousands because uh, I was about how old would I have been? About like three, four. You were I too guess. young like, to really get into the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what do you like to do, like, when you're not? I mean, like, I'm guessing you like to study and you like to do engineering yeah. and that. So, like, what made you get um, into that? Like, was it just something you got out of curricular schoolwork? Or... Well, I don't know, to be honest, because when I was younger, I used to say stuff like, oh, I want to be a scientist, I want to be an inventor. And then I started drawing out the different designs of what these inventions would look like. And then I thought, wait, is this actually possible? And then I kind of started begin wandering and sort of got into that for a while and it kind of stuck so are you currently doing the training to get yourself into university to study and become an engineer yeah or... i am trying to but then again i'm much younger than what a lot of people start out when they start trying to get to university and then i want to get an apprenticeship and maybe then i can try and move on from there start up a company You don't see many many young girls like that mindset, surprisingly. I wish there were more people that wanted to start a company. But sadly, there's people just like, most people I see, uh, I just want most of them just want to work for their money. And I get that, it's completely fine. But to me personally, every time I go to work, I feel like, geez, I'm waiting for £9 an hour, £8 an hour. Like, mm-hmm. I'm... It just it just makes you feel depressed and on anything like I don't I know I won't be I know what but I won't be do it getting that much for forever because I know because I'm already saving I'm already investing but like it just mm-hmm. is kind of sad personally to me I don't really want to go to university because I don't I'm not hundred percent sure if the, I don't hundred percent believe in university oh, wow. to begin with I believe like if it, I don't believe. Well, I kind of believe like you don't if you don't go to uni- if you go to university you and you don't do the right thing you potentially walk out in with, with a decent amount of debt and no yeah, guarantee and of a future. You work the That's entire time trying to like pay off your it. student loan debt, and and even then you still don't you're nowhere yeah. near it. I guess that's one way of looking at it, but it's. But I suppose if you're like, I suppose if you're really committed to doing it, and you really, and you're really hardworking, and you literally, and you have the mindset of someone that literally wants, it doesn't care. Like I'm going to freaking work. I'm going to probably work. I'm going to work pretty much even into the night, or do what like what Elon Musk did. Like I'm going to just stay at the office. I'm going to literally sleep on a beanbag and then get someone to kick me, kick me up, kick me in the morning, so I get, and I'll just get back to it. Mm-hmm. I can see myself doing that if I was owning a company. 
it's just I'm not really sure. Like I can see thing, I can see businesses in that. I always see to myself like I can see a ways to do that and make that better. Yeah, that. But I see like I can already see a business that could probably boom where I'm at. The only thing is though, the the people that are there they don't really want EVs. They don't want electric vehicles. What I can see is like I can I don't see there's not a really a demand for people for charging stations or like you know the things that yeah. charge cars and that like the EV electric vehicles there there is no charging stations where I'm at or little to none that's and I, I presume that there's little to no charging stations in certain other yeah. rural areas which I believe that would be an interesting market to probably get into because there's there's obviously some there's obviously there's probably some demand there it's just that there's not enough charging stations to mm-hmm. fit the demand yeah, I've never thought of that before that's very interesting but, the way you uh... yeah oh, but yeah mm-hmm. so do you have any idea what type of business you want to do or is it just some just uh, not create well, business I just or is it something to do Again, with engineering? It is to or... do with the engineering thing. I was just thinking about creating products of different... It's like I was thinking about messing around with holograms and stuff, or if those were possible, then maybe that. Yeah. Augmented I... reality. What have... I've been thinking this concept. What if you had a watch? Maybe Apple's going to do something like this, but, you know, mm-hmm. like the Apple watches and that, I thought, what if we could have a holographic projection yeah. coming out of the watch? And you could literally phone, you could literally phone someone, mm-hmm. swipe it like that with your hands, something like that. I'm not 100% sure if you've got the technology for that, but I'm sure, presuming we could probably use, you could probably use some AR yeah. tech or augmented reality into that. But I suppose, you could, like, I... I think three D printing will be will be something that's going to be very valuable mm-hmm. in your future in the long term in the in the long term because uh, more and more people they're going to want to there's I think there's more people starting to use three D printing in oh, construction yeah, to repro- to reconstruct some parts of some stuff. Insane, honestly. So what type of companies do you do you research any companies in particular or do I you just I just look into big uh sort of companies that have already made their whole idea of it. So is there any particular company uh, you look into I or say I look into one in particular or any in particular, but it's the wide range and which ones have succeeded and where they failed. So like what industries? any specific industry or like what industries are you looking into uh, like finance like medical healthcare uh software i believe uh, like uh hardware sort of things like things that create laptops or computers and stuff yeah so dell intel like apple uh, apple's apparently rumoredly to be making a car i'm not 100 sure if they're actually going to actually succeed with this or not but i think it's interesting mm-hmm. and i think gm have just done a partnership with google for their integration systems into their cars so they're gonna have a close-knit relationship with oh, gm wow. google which is interesting but i don't think that it's going to make a difference 
I personally believe that Tesla is eight years ahead of their competition. Their competition mm -hmm. are eight years too late, and I don't think they have a chance. I think by the end of the year, or not by the end of the year, but I mean by the end of the decade, don't be surprised if a lot of oiling, a lot of oil and gas companies like BP, Shell, uh, Saudi Aramco, or any of the big of them, don't be surprised if their, if their values tank and they're mm -hmm. literally worth next to nothing. Because I believe that oil is going to go down massively in the next 10 years. I also believe that some of the big auto players like Volkswagen, I think Volkswagen will do okay. BMW might do okay. Porsche will do okay. But majority of them, the automakers, the ICE OEMs, they're not going to survive the next 10 years. I can agree with that. But then again, I don't think it's such a bad thing due to the fact that oil is becoming much more uh, faint beyond the years. Yeah, I think it's come to appreciation that literally that people have started to realise oil's not the future, oil's dying. Nobody really wants to use oil, nobody wants to be associated with oil, even the oil, big oil companies are moving to renewables because they realise if they don't mm -hmm. do that, they're going to go bankrupt. And I think the reason why they're going into EV vehicles or Ford, GM, Volkswagen, uh, Hyundai, Toyota, the real reason why they're going into EVs, it's not because they see they're profitable, they realise holy fuck, if we don't go into this we're going to go bankrupt. Literally. that That's the only reason I can see mm -hmm. why would they go into them. The ones that make or the ones that made early moves like Nissan in early in 2013, 2014, they're going to be a bet. I think they're better off stage than what the ones that were literally are just starting right now. In this in twenty nineteen twenty twenty one, wow. And some of them I see like are literally saying they want to stop producing. I think gas guzzling vehicles by twenty thirty five or twenty thirty four, and even then I start to think that is going to be that mm -hmm. that is too late. Like that. So is there anything else you'd like to talk about or? That I think we've kind of us. wrapped up a bunch of different topics here. Yeah. Okay, right. we'll finish it off here. Thanks no for being on the podcast. I hope you had, <laughs> had fun. And yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. And